Welcome back, everybody, listening to the Life of the Party podcast, your favorite student-led tax podcast. Before we get into today's podcast, I want to talk about our sponsor for the first part. We are being supported by the Auburn University Accounting Department. I know from experience that the Auburn accounting professors are already at the superior level all other professors in the school. Not only do students who choose accounting become the best people, but they also receive the best education in the state of Alabama, by far. Anyways, on to today's topic. We're going to talk about the Biden tax plan and what that entails for Americans coming out of the pandemic. I know for many, the pandemic created a tough financial burden, but for others, it was quite the opposite. For one, consumer spending went down a lot and saving money became a new priority. But for those that lost their jobs or were unable to work, saving money that you don't earn is not an option. On the other side, we saw a great growth in the tech side of culture as everything was moved online. Also, companies like Home Depot or Lowe's, for example, experienced a greater upside. Now that people were spending more time at home, they were, they were focused on a lot of home projects to use their time with. There's also companies like Amazon that was receiving a lot more shipments because people went to the store even less. Those are just a couple of things beside the point of what we're talking about today. Keely, you said that you mentioned something really interesting concerning the tax plan. What was that about? Yeah, Alex. So I saw a stat that said one in seven children in America are currently living below the poverty line. Now, this is a really big issue, and newly elected President Biden has proposed a child tax plan that is predicted to lift approximately 5 million children out or closer to the poverty line. Right. That should be pretty interesting, especially because every president comes in saying that they have a plan that will solve everything, and we never really know. So we're going to take a look into the plausibility of that. Hallie, do you want to talk a little bit about how the child tax credit came along in the first place? Yeah, so in 1997, Bill Clinton introduced the child tax credit of $500 per child, and it started as non So this meant that it could only lower tax liability. And lower income families without this tax liability were unable to benefit from the credit. So it only helped out middle and upper class families. And in 2001, George Bush exp expanded this credit, increased it to $1,000 per child, and made it partially refundable. And then Obama in 2009 expanded the credit to low income families who previously had too low of income to qualify. And he made the refund threshold $3,000. And then in 2015, these past tax credits were made permanent, although that is a loose term. And then it was modified in 2017, again, to require social security numbers for each child being filed as a dependent. And it also allowed a smaller $500 tax credit to non-child dependents in Mexico and Canada. Keely, do you want to talk about the current plan? Yeah, so Biden has proposed a $1.9 billion American rescue plan that is meant to act as a temporary relief from the COVID-19 pandemic in the form of a child tax credit. Under this plan, $3,600 would be given to four dependent children under the age of six and $3,000 for children 17 and under. It is important to note that in previous plans, 17-year-olds were not included, and in this one, they are. It would be given in the form of monthly installments 
rather than a lump sum. It's currently been passed in the House, but it still needs to be passed in the Senate. And if it's passed, payments will begin going out as early as July 2021. Now, it's especially beneficial to parents that it's going to be in monthly installments who need assistance with expenses throughout the year, as they will not have to wait to receive funding until they file their tax return. Additionally, this plan is fully refundable, and it removes the previous earning floor of $2,500, which allows all guardians with dependent children to be entitled to up to $1,400 regardless of their earnings. This is important because unemployment rates have increased with the pandemic, and those who are unemployed will still be able to get this return. Taxpayers who don't have any tax liability will be able to have their credit refunded with either a check or direct deposit. I know I read that this is particularly beneficial to minority families, including the Black and Latinos. Um, schools closing have negatively affected these groups, as well as parents losing their jobs. Even four in 10 parents with a child under six lost their jobs in the first six months of the pandemic. I saw a stat that Columbia University's Research Center said that the tax credit will cut childhood poverty by 52% for non-Hispanic Black children and 42% for Hispanic children. That is 2.3 million Black children, 4.1 million Latino children, and 441,000 Asian American children, to put it into perspective. It's easy to say that the tax plan will accomplish these goals, but if it really does, we're looking at a huge improvement for our impoverished communities. The plan also helps families build savings and not rely on payday loans. Especially for low-income families who don't have savings to rely on, this tax credit will give, get them to a point where savings can become possible. There's also a complete phase-out of wealthier parents where the old tax credits would help middle, upper-middle-class families. In the past, the credit was $2,000 per child, subject to the income level. So the phase-out for joint was once they were over $400,000 or over $200,000 in income for single and head of household. Now, in the new plan, once you reach $75,000 single, $112,500 in head of household, or $150,000 in joint, the phase-outs will begin. Keely, do you want to talk a little bit about how the Biden plan affects our current and future? Yeah, so this tax credit would really benefit families with typical normal costs with children, such as daycare, diapers, formula, school events, etc. Um, I know in my family, who lives in Tennessee, they have three children in daycare, and the price is $1,700 a month. That is really steep for low income families, especially those who are making minimum wage. It makes it not beneficial for them to have a job. And we can even say that with virtual learning in effect in many regions, the cost of childcare is continuing to rise for parents who are going back to work. It could also help families move to nicer neighborhoods and areas and maybe areas that are safer to allow their children to live in better homes that are more suitable for their needs. Um, this plan also calls for sending the monthly benefit to the parent who has custody of their child for more than 50% of the preceding year. Old plans struggled with this and millions of parents and grandparents would go missing out on these payments due to the custody changing. 
And this new plan would help with making sure that the correct caretaker receives the money. That's great. Currently, 11 million or one in seven children live in poverty. Living in poverty, especially at a young age, has a drastic effect on the development of children and long-term well-being. So for the kids to get this money right away will greatly help their chances of not living in poverty and experiencing those kind of detriments. It'll also give them a really good shot at keeping up with the rest of the population and getting a new head start. I saw that some Democrats think that this new plan should be permanent, especially because it helps families out of the pandemic, but also moving forward to stay out of poverty. I think that the tax plan over the years is always a temporary plan, even though they claim it to be permanent. They like to say it'll stay at one number, but as we see, it keeps increasing. So hopefully it'll remain at 3,000 and we'll have a less volatile environment. It is noteworthy that the phase-out amount has been more than halved under the new plan. This is really important and practical as it is centering the payments towards families who need the extra supplement rather than families who are not likely to need the credit. Um, this tax credit is here to stay, and some say that it needs to do more. You shouldn't be hindered to have children in the United States. But at the same time, you shouldn't be fully reliant on the government to help you support raising your children. If you aren't going to raise children in a good home, you need to be prepared to have the funds that suffice for that objective. There needs to be a line drawn of what is too little and what is too much instead of changing the plan every couple of years. That's great. And that's all we have on the tax plan so far. Make sure to call in or email for our next podcast to let us know what you think and we'll make sure to go over it. Another thank you to the Auburn Accounting Department for sponsoring this video. We'll see you guys next week.